the hurricanes have been in the news, obviously. And people, I don't understand why, they seem to have this sort of hopelessness about hurricanes. Like, it's inevitable that they're going to just destroy all these houses and there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing we can do about it in the future. Global warming, sea rise is just going to destroy all the coasts and all the houses are going to be gone and there's nothing we can do about it. Or people are just so blindsided by the disaster, they can't see beyond it to see how to prepare for it and how to handle after it. In the movie Austin Powers, there's a villain in one scene and Austin Powers is driving a steamroller towards him. And he's screaming and screaming, and then they cut away uh, at a different moving. angle, and it's barely moving. So he has like a minute to get out of the way, but he, for some reason he won't. So he's just screaming, and then he runs out of breath, and he takes a full breath, and he screams again. And then finally it comes, and it hits him. To me, that's what society is doing as far as hurricane preparedness. Or global warming. And global warming preparedness in regards to how we build our houses. And so I've done a few ideas previously on the podcast about futuristic houses, and I'm, I'm going to sort of rehash some of those and sort of explain how they would help protect people from losing all of their possessions and their investment because of hurricanes and floods. So yeah, the first thing is some people do this already. They build houses on stilts. That's pretty obvious. Um but that's limited because global warming sea rise is going to eventually get up too high for the stilts. And th- there's a big tiny house movement going on. And so in these flood areas, instead of building permanent houses, you could just build tiny houses that you can tow okay. away a few days before the hurricane. Yeah, that's a great idea. Or push it up the hill. Push it up the hill. Rise, just every... it to higher land, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I saw a different type of house on a TV show on Netflix or something. It was uh, located on a tiny island in a river in like some fancy England town and it floods every so often, this island on this river. And so what they did is they created like a, a square hole and they filled it with water and they put like a floating house. They built a floating house in the hole. So as it floods... The house will just float up higher, but it'll never float so high that the basement pops out of the hole. It would have to flood by like 30 feet right. before the... So it's always stuck in there, basically. It's always stuck in there. Hmm. So that's a good way to do it. Yeah. Because even then, if the global warming sea rise gets so high that it looks like it's going to pop out of the hole, you can just float it somewhere else. Yeah, it's not going to sink, yeah. right? Yeah. So that's one of them. Those aren't my ideas. Those are just things that I heard and saw. And then one of my ideas is I call it shell houses. I talked about this briefly in a point to a a different housing idea. And basically what I call it a shell house, it'd be a normal size house, but like the front door and the entire front wall of the house would just open up like a weird garage door. And the main rooms that you live in would be in a tiny house that's like rectangular that can be trucked around. Like a container. A container size. And you would just, your bedroom, main bedroom, uh, living room, maybe kitchen, any room where you have personal stuff would be in that rectangle. And you would just open up the front of the house and just <laughs> just back it in there. And then you would be moved in. 
And then the parts of the house that don't really matter, that don't need to be personalized, that don't contain your personal stuff like the laundry room and uh, spare bathrooms, spare bedrooms, man cave, garage, all of that would be permanently attached to the house, the fixed place house. So basically, if there was a flood, you would cart away the tiny house inside and then the shell would still get flooded. Yeah. Yeah, But there's nothing there. But there's nothing there. Nothing important there, yeah. And you could build that shell to withstand flooding if you wanted, or you could make most of it on the second story, like put all your appliances on the second story. So if the bottom story floods, you don't even lose possessions unless it floods really high, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, that's the shell house idea. Also, you could use more than one. If your home was big, let's say your, your two kids could have one and the mom and dad could have one with all their stuff in it and they'd have to pull them both out at some point if it was going to get bad. And so the tiny houses that go inside the shell house, they wouldn't be a normal like tiny house that you see on TV that, that's built to withstand the outside elements. They would have like thin walls and stuff. Basically, they would be built as a standardized size. So you could buy what I call a skin so if you want it to be a standalone house that's not inside a full-size shell house, you could put a skin on it, almost like a skin for a phone, that would make it have like a shingled roof and like insulation yeah. and stuff. A cap on it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I kind of see it being like a high-rise where you just kind of open the side of the high-rise and just slide a new building in or a new room in, right? Yeah, yeah that was one of the mm-hmm. <laughs> things too. That was actually the original idea was the high-rise. It would be like a city with one big skyscraper where it would just <laughs> shuffle around all these little tiny houses mm-hmm. robotically. Instead of the shell house, it would be a skyscraper that would hold the tiny houses. Would it be like one of those, what's that game they play where they pull the wooden blocks out? Jenga. Oh, yeah. Would it be like that? Would they be all stacked and going up? And then when the storm came, they'd have to start like pulling them all out and it'd, like vanish? Well, if they're up high, they're safe. Presumably, but what about the wind? Though you know, you think that they would, would be, be inside like a skyscraper metal frame. Okay. Uh, they wouldn't just be balanced directly on built. top of each other. Yeah, be like a steel, right? Whatever. I got you. Yeah, I can see that being great. Like if you change jobs and now you're, you know, you're working like half an hour away. Just like while you're at work, they'll just take you out of that building, put you in one right next to where you work. So you, yeah. you go to work, leave one house, and just drive to your next one. Everything's all set up and everything. Yeah. Exactly. They just moved your room. And then uh, one of my other ideas, I believe I did this as a podcast also. I call it the uh, on-demand tiny house. And so basically, it doesn't even have to be a tiny house actually, but so you live in a house that's just an empty white box on the inside. And basically, you have these Roomba-style robots that uh, move everything in and out on demand whenever you need it using an app on your phone. So if you need to use a toilet, it'll wheel in a toilet. If you need to... uh, use a sink or kitchen appliance or get clothes. It just wheels everything in and out. And then it has like a projector on the ceiling. So all of your decorations on the walls and stuff are just projected. Holograms or something maybe? Yeah, Yeah. yeah. And then the robots that move the stuff in and out, they would store it in warehouses in the neighborhood. And you could make those warehouses either flood-proof, like multi-story high, or you could connect it to the shipping grid and just – you could just – ship all your stuff through UPS and the robots will just automatically take it all. So if you need to move, basically it's instantaneous. You don't need to plan anything. Right, because there's nothing there permanent, right? I mean, everything could just, yeah. 
And then my last idea had to do with floating cities. There's some cities on the coasts that uh, are going to get flooded due to sea rise. And depending on the ground underneath them, you'd think that there'd be some way to, like, my joke was ping pong balls, just shove ping pong (laughs) balls under there. But you could do, like some sort of inflatable thing underneath it or like build skyscrapers downwards instead of upwards. Oh, I see. But, yeah, you could make it so a city could flow, especially even in Florida. They have a lot of underground rivers and stuff, and that's why they get all those sinkholes. So you might be able to easily dig out underneath it. There might be like 20, 30 feet of dirt holding up the city, and then under that is just water. So you could just build some sort of mega structure to make the city float. Yeah, that'd be cool. So those are my ideas on how to future-proof houses from getting destroyed every few years from hurricanes and global warming. Good stuff. I'm comedian Ron Rigby. I'm Andre Bellis. My name is Brian Harrison. I'm your host, Tom Walma. This is Creativity Wasted. If you like this podcast, please subscribe and give a review or rating on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, or wherever you got it. I have a website, creativitywasted.com, and I also started a Patreon. You can get uncut episodes, early access to episodes, notes about the ideas, and bonus stuff like that. You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Thanks for listening.